Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in to the Fitness Fanatics. We're winding down. Got about 30 minutes left with you today. Um, Nicole, you yeah. kind of wanted to talk um, to Matt. I know I've called him Matthew, Matt, yeah. Coach What Taylor. do you go by for like <laughs> in that. real He's life? Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, okay. Okay, okay. so yeah. you had a subject you wanted to uh, talk to Matthew about, so I'll let you kind of take this over. Yeah, so I've, I've, I've had friends, you know, throughout Ferrell's have lost, had really big transformations, and I think something that I think it's really important to talk about because we always, that biggest loser mentality where we highlight the weight loss and we highlight all the great parts, but it's really important to talk about the hard parts too. So then when people run into that, then like you said, they know they're not alone. So I know I've had friends that have had um, drastic weight loss. And I think one of the things that they didn't expect to happen was that um, the fear of gaining the weight back, that body dysmorphia where you feel like um, you don't see what other people see. Have you dealt with that during your three years? And how have you kind of navigated that yes ma'am uh, i do want to ask you guys about biggest loser before this is all done maybe yeah. off air what you think of it okay. uh as far as the the thinking about i think about it every day i do and again it's going to be different for every person but for me to navigate through that i use my team uh, as far as my my support team a, a lot of it and they are constantly reminded me that you did this i didn't do this mm -hmm. you did this and to, so for your friends as well i would i would remind them that you put the work in yeah you are the one that made all this happen. We as helpers, mentors, coaches, whatever we are, we're just helping you with the tools to succeed. Mm -hmm. I think about gaining it back constantly. I do. And I, I don't want to hide that because right. we're all real people and we're humans. But mm -hmm. it's a constant reminder. I, I make it a point, a point to talk to myself. Mm -hmm. I do in the mornings. And it... You would think I'm the You're around person. no. Okay, it's crazy that we think that we shouldn't talk to ourselves. Can you imagine being in a room with your wife all day long and not saying any words right. to her like you're with yourself right. all the time. You are the person you should be talking to the most. Yeah. Like so it's crazy that people don't think about that internal dialogue. So, yeah. And I think a lot of it goes to that instant gratification too. I mean, if if there was a magic pill, yeah. and we could all take it and we could transform our bodies, and we didn't have to go to ferals or we didn't have to or we didn't listen into people that have been through it i think the the weight gain would happen at a faster rate and mm -hmm. it would happen more often yeah but i would remind the people that have put in the work to get to this point that it took a long time for you to get here mm -hmm. you know if you fall off you have we're gonna have bumps in the road if 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 you have yourself a, a reward day, we'll call it, mm -hmm. you shouldn't be scared that tomorrow you're going to no. put back on 150 pounds. Right. right. It yeah. took a lot of work to get here. It mm -hmm. did. Yes. And, you know, I I don't know, talking to myself a lot and, and reminding myself that I did it and, you know, and now I'm here to help other people and, you know, look at my kids. I, I really do. And they're, mm -hmm. they are so proud of me. And, and that, that alone, man, that alone is... Mm -hmm. big time and that that's enough to know that i'll never i'll never fall off the wagon i i, I won't relapse i know it's mm -hmm. okay if you do i understand that but i won't right it's just who well and like you said it took you it took you a year and a half or whatever to lose over 100 pounds and to get to it now a place where you're maintaining and now wanting to try like bulking up or gate you know lifting heavy but it's like you said you're not going to wake up and be that person overnight so I think a lot of times when we have our members that 
um, you know, they kind of stop coming and then they're really, they use that as that like negative talk to themselves about like, oh, I'm just really disappointed on what I've done and how I've gotten back to this. But it's like constantly reminding yourself if you've done it before, you can do it again. Like that, the fact that you've done it before means you know what to do. You just have to do it, you know? And so I think that that part, we kind of, I say this a lot on the show, we're easy on ourselves self about the things that we can't con- can't control and we're or how do I say that or is it the other way around we're hard we're, on ourselves about the things we can't control and we're easy on ourselves about the things we can control right. we, we can right. control what yeah. we're eating right <laughs> we can control working out but yeah. we're easy on ourselves but what we're hard on ourselves yeah. is like the small fluctuations yes. the little things women especially because we have very different hormonal profiles about you know month to month week to week in in one month and we can be really hard on ourselves about that we can't control that that's why you know was, right. i liked what jordan last week said was where you you you're looking at something from day to day, but you're comparing month to month yeah. to quarter to quarter to year to year. And that's where you're going to see that success instead of being really hard on yourselves on those little tiny things. Like you eat a bunch of bacon one day, you're mm. going to be up a little bit because that's a lot of sodium. You're mm. going to, you know, bacon. right. <laughs> you're going to be up a little bit. If you eat less bacon the next day, you're probably going to go to the bathroom a lot and lose a lot of that water weight. And then magically you'll be down. Well, it's, it's not, that's not what it, you know, it wasn't fat. What do you guys advise your team? I, I, I haven't asked you guys anything. What do you yeah. guys, advise, like as far as weigh-ins and stuff like that, like I, I'm a firm mm-hmm. believer that you, I, I tell my people or whoever I'm around, I didn't weigh myself yeah. for a while. I, that's what I think. I think it's a tool. It's a really good tool. But I think you have to be ready to be in that headspace where you can separate the emotion from just that number. Mm-hmm. So I think for our people, we don't always recommend, we don't recommend that they weigh themselves for the first five weeks and then they do their body comp again. And then we don't want them to weigh themselves again for 10, the next five weeks. But once you can start to separate that emotion from that number on the scale, it can be a really useful tool. I just, a lot of people struggle with that. If well, you're just starting, it's yes, not, yes. I don't know, unless you're that super analytical type person, but weight loss and it's emotional. It's an emotional well, journey. Because we're in the biggest loser world, Yeah. right? So you watch the TV show. And, and, and we watched it all the time. Like, right. you know, I really, the, well, two reasons I like to watch it. One was because I, I was really into the emotional talks they had. Like, why did you get this way? Right. Like helping to change the mentality of the person. And two, I'd always watch the workouts because then I'd be like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. maybe I can do this at class yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. So those are the two, but yeah, watching somebody drop 50 pounds in two weeks is unrealistic. And, and we tell we're our, learning a lot more about the science yes, behind that. Yes. For sure. We tell our members, hey, we're not you're not on the biggest loser, right? You have a mortgage, a job, kids, stress. Nobody's preparing your meals for you. You're not working out six hours a day. You don't have professional people giving you massages right. and ice baths mm-hmm. and recovery and and you know, taking whatever. Like you don't you're in the real world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, you're not gonna you're not on the biggest loser. You're doing ferals. It's going to be a little bit slower. Yeah. Right now we can, we can give you nutrition things to help you lose weight way faster, but we don't want that. Right. We want you to do it the right way yeah. and the healthy way and learn something throughout the process. 
Um, so yeah, you'd brought up the biggest loser. So yeah, we're not, I mean, said we watch the show. Um, but I literally just yesterday on my Facebook memories talked about the biggest loser, which is weird. So it was years and years and years ago. And I talked about how I, we watched the show a lot and I really hated the diet culture around the show. But, um, there was one year when they completed a half marathon and I was doing ferals, but I was not a runner. And I thought, I wonder if I could do that. And I did a half marathon. And then that that show that I had watched that I was talking about in my memories, they had completed a triathlon. This was years in between from the half marathon one, I don't know, six, seven years. And since then, I had run multiple half marathons and became a triathlete too. And so I remember saying on that, like, there's a lot of really toxic stuff in that show. But if that can inspire someone to do a triathlon, then that's that's kind of the positive spin yeah. of it. So that's what I that's what I liked about the show. That's why I did that race with Donnie, yeah. that damn to damn race, whatever, because they did it on Biz- Biggest Loser, and so it's it's again knowing yourself and doing research. It sounds like you're definitely that analytical research person, taking that time to learn um, the science behind something, and if that science is gonna if that's gonna work for you, and I think that's kind of where those intersect for success Mm -hmm. and the mental game it's such a mental game there's not enough talk to go going back to my the the counseling i had to do Mm -hmm. if i wouldn't have done that i don't think i would have been successful in the other aspects that it led me down i I, we do it in baseball we talk about it in football you talk about it in all aspects of life but you don't want to talk about it in your weight loss or transformation or your body Mm -hmm. and if you think about biggest loser that piece was missing Mm -hmm. and that's why Almost every contestant that have has ever been on that show has gained their weight back because the mental piece was not there. Like they took themselves out of that environment that that they had gotten themselves into and transplanted themselves into an unrealistic, you know, scenario. And then when they went back, I keep hitting the mic. Sorry, when they went back, um, they didn't have that mental not that that mindset didn't change, and that's so hard. And I think. People do need to talk to themselves more. Give yourselves a pep talk. That's when my my um, like whole thought process towards health and fitness changed was when I used to be very critical of myself in my head. And then as my daughter got older and, um, you know, when I grew up, I knew exactly what parts of my mother's body that she hated. I knew what she hated about herself and how she looked. And once my daughter started getting old enough and I knew she could hear me say that about myself, that's when it changed for me. That's when it was never, it was no longer about an aesthetic. It was no longer about necessarily a number on the scale. It was about being a good role model and being healthy and showing my my daughter balance and how it's okay sometimes if you you know, something happens and you're, you're up a little bit and then you come back down a little bit. And I, I think she has a pretty good kind of view of mm-hmm. that now. She's not as critical of herself and she's not as critical of other people because what you say about yourself, you turn that around on other people too. And then you become really judgmental. And I think that's a very toxic part of it too. So. Well, we do have a couple texts. We don't get very many texts. I want to make sure I read these. So uh, the first one was from Crowbait, who texted in a little while ago. Said, "If I have a cheat day, 
my brain automatic says splurge. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to avoid those easier said than done. Yes, it's mm-hmm. definitely easier said than done. Yeah. So. Look, we're not all the rock. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? right. <laughs> like, well, I can't no, consume all that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But then look back and think, you know, if you have one weekend where you're just really out of control, probably you weren't like I you probably weren't eating enough during the week. Our yeah. bodies crave balance and they it will find it at, at whatever, you know, means possible. Dude, so yeah. I eat a lot. Like yeah. I don't want people to think so I starve we, myself. Right. I yeah. eat I eat a lot. We you know, ask we our like people to eat, to eat a lot. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mo- most because most of these like quote unquote quick fix diets mm-hmm. are starvation diets. Eight hundred calories. Yeah. Right. Thousand calories. I- I'm helping my niece right now kind of work through um, you know, she needs to lose some weight and, and I was talking to her and I'm like, Okay, you know, I want you to eat eighteen hundred calories and and you know, it's just like, oh my god! If gosh, you tell I, someone you're eating 1,800 calories to lose weight, they're going to tell you that's you're that's eating right. too much. And but I said, it's like, yes, I was like, yeah. don't listen to the experts <laughs> right. who are yeah. your friends that aren't doing right. it. And right. hers isn't even weight loss; it's yeah, for her health. For health, yeah, yeah it yep. is for her health. But yeah, so it is. It's hard because it's we we're human, and we food is such a big part of our lives, and so you do have to find that balance. Yep. And yep. we, you can't find balance if you're constantly teeter-tottering from one thing to the next to the next to the next. So um, any so the next segment, we're going to talk Huskers. So any final like, you know, words of encouragement for the mm-hmm. listeners before we switch from um, health and fitness to the real reason why you came in here is talking about Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> your circle is huge. The, the people that you surround yourself with are going to be massive to your success. Uh, look, I, I wouldn't be here without changing the people that I am around. I, I am around people I, I strive to be like. I, I put the people I care about around people who I care about. Your support system is everything. Social media is not the real world. Mm-mm. If you your circle on social media or the people that are in your real life, social media is a great tool. Social media is toxic. And it will crush any aspirations or dreams that you may have if you let it. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself, and that's online, and that is, in, more importantly, in real life with people that are like-minded and have goals. And look, if 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 what we talked about off-air, if if there is a cancer in your life, or if there is something that is holding you back from being who you know you can be, that's got to go. Mm-hmm. It's got to go. Number one rule: it's mm-hmm. you, and it's what you're about. Be yep. selfish. Create boundaries. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Up against the break. We'll be right back. We'll talk a little Husker football and maybe a little 2023 outlook for Nebraska <laughs> with Matthew Taylor coming right back at you on 93.7 The Ticket.